Welcome back to Point of View Pod. I'm here with Chris and Ben, um, and today we are covering addictions. How is everyone? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a bit shattered today. Imagine if bit... we didn't do like a really disappointing. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> right. Well, I just, you know what, I've had, I've had to stay off and I'm just shattered. I've had a full-on day today. It's been a You're bit... all wanked out, are you? Well, no, not really. I haven't had a chance for one of them. Uh, not for a while. Yeah, it's just been a bit of a full-on day. A lot of housework to be done, keeping him occupied. It's just been a full-on day. So, you, know, oh, so you haven't actually been working. You've been at home and it's been taken out of you. No, 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 yeah. no, what it was, Chris, is it was all that washing up that's been accruing for the last month. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> one yeah. I did have to do the washing up today. So. Yeah. Six mountains months worth of washing mountains up. Mountains of dishes. Yeah. Yeah, there was some of that to be done. So, yeah. But other than that, I'm all right, I guess. Yeah. Chris? Yeah. Fucking hell, don't. Yeah, don't Jesus. Sound too are you going yeah, to top yourself or something? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chris, I reckon we could, we could carry the pod on, me and you. I reckon we could do it. That's <laughs> hey. a loving memory. <laughs> like, I, I hope I get at least a good five-minute segment, RIP segment. We'll get. We'll do Ben's story time. That'll yeah. <laughs> um, not too bad, to be honest with you. We we went all the way down to Bournemouth to um to go to a what they called Hobbycraft uh, on Monday because I had the day off. Um, and you were like all that the way the first to Bournemouth of... to go to Hobbycraft because that was the closest one to us. How far was that? About forty minutes. No, it's not too bad. I thought it was further. Than no, that. that's like basically a trip to Lakeside, really, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit further, but yeah, bit further. All right, bit further. Uh, anyway, we queued up for about half an hour. Got in. Completely forgot about the queue, suppose you, because down here, like in Tesco, you don't have to queue up that much. So we got there, and now um, we've basically got a little um little uh, mask factory happening in front of me just while I'm talking I just she's going away at drawing masks so ah. I uh, I have I have seen some prototype designs and they do look pretty good to be fair yeah the old duck bill I told her about this design right I said I want a duck bill she's like I'm not doing a duck bill now all of the ones she's doing guess what duck bill I'm a fashion <laughs> I'm a trend yeah. setter trend did you say trend did you just say trend shitter Trendsetter, not shitter. Are you going to bring back the, the double denim duckbill mask? I wish, but unfortunately, denim isn't breathable. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about it. I was like, maybe if we get some cotton that's like denim. Looks like. <laughs> but unfortunately, Hobbycraft do not sort that sort of cotton. With the but slightly least... rapey denim mask. Yeah. So now I basically now while I'm at work, she's she's I've turned the fat while I'm at work at the factory, I've made a little factory home and I've got my uh, you got a little sweatshop going on. Sweatshop going on. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. That's about it, really. Nothing, nothing. That's the craziest that's it's got here. Wicked. Well, uh, yeah, I I have, I actually did something yesterday. Uh, uh, did some social distancing football training. Oh wow! Back at it. Oh. Yeah. How'd it yeah. go? Stiff, stiff. What are you doing? <laughs> we haven't introduced you yet. No one knows you're here. I know. I'm getting lonely. We don't introduce you until we start the segment. Oh, my God. 
He's getting I'm so lonely. He's getting unruly already. I was, yeah. was going to say when we introduce him, like you may have heard some laughter in the background that you don't recognise because he's already laughed a couple of times. I've just got lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right, now that Chris has retired, can I take his spot? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, oh. Lost where I was going there. <laughs> you, said you, did, you, you did some you social did distancing football. football training. Yeah, so I did some socially distanced football training. And... Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> How did it go? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Now was that? I didn't actually really enjoy. It. I think it was a combination of actually being able to play football a little bit and getting out of the house. It was. Seeing other people. Christmas, yeah, outsiders. Uh, uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, aching a little bit today, though. A bit of stick. Where is that then? Because you is that well, a you new one? over the park. Yeah, but down down where you are, or in yeah, boys? in uh, in sunny Hornchurch, oh, right. or Upminster with the old Pro Ten. Pro Ten, yeah. Ah, man, that's weird. They all went. How many went? Just you? Twelve. Twelve of us. Bloody hell! Tell so you what, if if the um. If the virus hasn't pulled us apart, it definitely pulls us together sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah. Then numbers before the lockdown. Well, they're talking about um, start of July, uh, being able to play like, community sports again. I think they call it community sports. Oh, really? Like grassroots and all that shit? Yeah, yeah, grassroots football. So that'd be good. Um, and obviously the Premier League season kicked off today. Yeah, it kicks off today, 5pm. Yeah, it's already started. Nil-nil. And uh, a goal line... Goal that was actually a goal, but that wasn't given. Hawkeye was, was switched off. So really. already the first game back, and um, it's already fucked up. Technology, <laughs> is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all it's all got the shit. But yeah, cool. All right, well, uh, we'll start then. We'll start at off. Then. Cool. Um, yeah. So as I mentioned in the intro, who's fucking about with glasses? As I mentioned, as I mentioned in the intro, uh, today we are covering addictions. We'll find out who's got the worst addiction. Chris's <laughs> love of toenails. Uh, <laughs> That's fucking <true. laughs> um, And yeah, we'll find out what you don't want to be addicted to. So, <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> toenails? But. <laughs> Before before we uh, we get into the topic, we've we've brought another special guest. I know what you're thinking. Two in <laughs> two in two in two in two episodes. This is getting out of hand now. Um, but we like to tr- we like to treat you guys well. He's a regular uh, mention on the pod, uh, and now you get to speak to the man himself, um, Adam Green. Say hello, Adam Green. Uh, hello, Adam there Green. <laughs> Classic. Classic, classic, classic intro joke. Classic. classic intro. Hello, hello everyone. Hello. Uh, hello, hello, Chris's nan, probably. Chris's mum, maybe. Chris hello. Chris, you got... ah. That's really That's offensive. Who... You're going to sound like his cat in a minute as well. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Well, that's, uh, that's me done. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. 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 
thanks for being here. I mean, I was going to say Sorry. that I, I, I find it quite interesting that Stuart decided to do addiction for this episode, and uh, he instantly thought, "I know who I'll bring on. Uh, let's get <laughs> let's, let's get let's get the greenie on." The man with many addictions. All right, fine. Which one should we start with first? Heroin. <laughs> This is an intervention. Yeah, it's not actually a podcast. This is an intervention. I'm going to re-recall the intro again. It's that intervention episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I will start with Green's main addiction, drugs. Um, Cannabis, cocaine, um, marijuana. Cannabis, cocaine and marijuana. That's the same. What a party. different types. Um, you've got green, schizophrenia, green gold, green gold. <laughs> That's cannabis. Um, yeah. So I'll rattle off some addictions, and you can tell me how addicted you are. Okay. Um, Great. So we'll start. We'll start with a, a fairly tame one: uh, food addiction. This okay. is an actual recognised addiction. I mean, People... I'm as addicted to it as in the fact that I need to eat to survive. I was going to say, I, it's, it's a survival mechanism more than an addiction for me. I don't yeah. know, then I've seen your gut. Ooh. <laughs> well, that, that, means that, that means that Adam Green is definitely not addicted to food. Nah. What's the, what's the opposite of addiction? Bulimia. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anorexia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no no food addiction. All right, well, let's maybe a, a specific addiction to food, maybe chocolate or dairy milks. Or... <laughs> okay, I'll hold my hands up. Maybe hula hoops. I like I, I do like dark milk. I do dark like milk. oh mate, I'm sorry, those dark milk bars are amazing. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. It's, it's, uh, it's very nice. <laughs> That's very nice. Cups. Very nice bar. Disgusting. So chocolate. Is chocolate your food addiction then? If I had to say I had a addiction to a type of food, it would be chocolate, yeah. Very I don't think I am addicted, ben, but I'm just saying that if there was one, that would be it. Sorry, but no on... addict, no person who's addicted to something usually goes, yeah, I'm addicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's progressing through the steps right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the, I'm already on step six of the 12-point plan. Ah, oh, so you know how many points there are. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> four, I see. Hmm. Would you know what the um there we go. Recognising a food addiction, Ben, just so you can clarify that. Um so you can identify a food addiction in a loved one, Ben. Um <laughs> if they're <laughs> I, I appreciate that you're calling me a loved one. That's that's quite that's quite a nice. No, I'll talk about your loved ones. Oh right, right. okay. Um, consuming more food than they can physically tolerate. 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 I think that means eating too much fatty. I think that's just over uh, indulging, isn't it? Overindulging. Yeah, I suppose they're trying to use a technical term by saying physically tolerate. Mm. Um, Eating even when you're no longer hungry. Boredom eating. I'm getting a lot of nods from across the room in uh, in my house right now. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that about Sophie actually. Um, <laughs> gorging excessive amounts of food in secret when you've nah, got like a secret. Nah, she just of... rubs it in my face. 
<laughs> not physically. Uh, that's disgusting. Not physically. Well, the thing, with, the thing when it comes to food as well, I think there's like two types of people. There's the, there's the type of people that can go around the shops and like can't help themselves and have to pick it up and put it in the trolley and like take it home, but then they can sort of control themselves when they've got it at home. And then there's those that can walk around the shops and like not pick it up. If it's in the house, they're going to eat it. Like if there's chocolate in the house, I'm going to eat it. So, what, like, it's, what, it's, about, yeah. what about the people that can't control, control themselves at the shop and then can't control themselves at home? Yeah, well, fact. that's... that's, that's... <laughs> They, they're bankrupt. They're obese and poor. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say that I'm, is that is probably the definition of food addiction. Ben, then. I'm becoming one of these uh, recognised food addictions. Uh, irritable. Um, that's number four. Uh, taking desperate me- measures to obtain certain foods. What was that like? Going down dark alleys and talking to people? That's big, um, <laughs> you've got Shady trench coats. <laughs> Walking down a dark alley, going. Sorry, mate. You got any? Uh... You got any merch? <laughs> any dairy milk? And I think the, the last stuff? one, dark chocolate. Last one's the... quite excessive. Um, that eating uncontrollably to the point where you're becoming physically ill. I think that's a oh, little wow. bit excessive. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, when I go around the shops, like Ben was saying before, I I pick up stuff and I'm like, oh, I want that. But then halfway through the shop, I then talk to myself in my head because I'm crazy. And um, nice. and then I, I talk myself out of buying it and then I put it back. <laughs> yeah, you see, I, I can walk around the shop and see all the stuff that I really like to like, like pick out on basically like chocolate crisps and stuff like that and just not pick it up. Like, I can quite happily go through a shop, not pick it up. As soon as it's in the house, I can't like I, I do sit there and I'm like, oh, God, I know I've got that chocolate in the cupboard. Sorry, I'm going to have it. Right. I'm, I'm, I am like that, but I can, I can avoid bringing it into the house in the first place. So, would you say your mm. food addiction is similar to your women addiction? If you see them out, it's fine. But if they're in your house, that's it. You ravage them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> he won't help you. Disgusting. <laughs> um, okay. So there's fourteen. <laughs> um, physical and psychological dangers of um, food addiction. Would you like to take a punt of what they are? Uh, obesity. Correct. Oh, well, I mean, that's got to be a big one. Big giveaway. <laughs> that is massive, <laughs> yeah, that one. It, yeah. To be fair, it, it's it's a big one just by the name of it, to be fair. Yeah, that's what that's I was true. getting at. Yeah, we... Good, well done. Um, I'd maybe, like, smell. What? You smell it on people, can't you? You smell food. What are you on about? Yeah. I don't know. The crickets sounding. I'm confused. No, it's not for. It's not smell. So is it like? Is it things like? Uh, I don't know. Like would it be something like heart disease? Heart disease. Or you know, yeah. Oh, like... you mean? Is that oh, one? Yeah, heart disease. Oh. Lost the plot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you the question? Diabetes. There are physical <laughs> and psychological <laughs> dangers of eating, which can include. Well, shit. Oh wait. <laughs> I was. I thought you said, "What are the giveaways that someone's got on a dish?" <laughs> <laughs> what are the giveaways? Ben said, no smell. I was like, "Well, that's obviously fucking big." Because I'm just clearly... like, I'm just imagining just people with like an addiction clinic or something like that, just getting like just like just sniffing people. <laughs> you yeah. smell good. That's what Ben does when he greets you to the door. He's like, you got any chocolate? <laughs> 
Okay, so okay. You've, you've got two out of the 14 so far. Diabetes, you already said that, did you? That's three. All right. Um, Are we doing all 14? Come on, well, man. Well, you can get. Seven you can get. I mean, there's a couple on here I don't think you'll get. Um, sweaty palms? No. Is it things like desperation? Knees desperate. weak. <laughs> <laughs> that's just us in day-to-day life. Uh, <laughs> mm, I, mean, I don't know. At a stretch, there's emotional numbness. No? Emotional <laughs> numbness. Yeah, I'm not sure that I means. can't get any happiness until I eat food. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. All right, uh, so you've got, yeah, obesity, low self-esteem. Heart disease, digestive problems, diabetes, mm. liver and kidney disease, reduced sex drive, <laughs> sleep disorders, Deprived. sleep disorders, lethargic, panic attacks, emotional numbness, emotional numbness, financial problems because you're eating too much food, <laughs> uh, career issues, and social detachment. There's a lot of shh happening. Yeah, I don't know. I think Ben's playing with his tackle again. I ain't doing nothing. Um, yeah. Okay, that's food done. Well done, guys. Well, uh, on that, <laughs> one thing I need to bring up on the 14 points is, yeah. did you not say loss of appetite? No. Or something to do with eating? It did... It's, no. On the first, like, five, there was what? Low self-esteem. No. Heart disease. Digestive. digestive problems. Yeah, so look, digestive problems. So what? You're eating them much, you can't even digest it. So then surely they're just throwing up all the time. No, they just get fat. No, but you can't get fat if you can't digest. No, I think it's just like... Well, no, you can still, you can still like, put it in, but like uh, digestive problems are probably like... Well, that goes straight, straight like, through you. Well, yeah, you go straight through you or not through you at all. Like, constipation. You get constipated and that. Yeah, and that's painful. Mm. How'd you know that, do you? Yeah, mate. Fucking hell, all these tablets I was on. Jesus. <laughs> all right, moving on. Like fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's like I swallowed a fucking old packet of chewing gum. Or we could say following through. Ooh. Following through. <laughs> Next addiction, which will be relative to one or one, definitely one of you, maybe two. Uh, video Hang game on, addiction. I... Oh. oh Def- I thought you was going to go somewhere else with that, but yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you not mention um, the weed, please? About I think that's what it's. <laughs> oh no, I don't mind you mentioning that. To be fair, it really doesn't bother me. But um, yeah, no, uh, video game addiction. Yeah, uh, I would say I used to be addicted to video games. I don't think I am anymore. I think you are. I still play them. Re- I still play like play video games regularly. Are you playing one right now? A... <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't put it down. I've got a Game Boy Advanced. <laughs> Just, I have to press the button. <laughs> well, you're saying that, like, out of the two, out of the three of us, well, four of us, but out of the three of us that uh, here regularly, um, oh, burn, burn, yeah. <laughs> um, but oh my god, I've I've definitely heard you playing Grand Theft Auto in the background of a recording. I would say, uh, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about, Ben. Uh, yes, I have. I have played. <laughs> yeah. I've also great played it while doing a pub quiz or a virtual pub quiz with the family. But I don't think I'm. I wouldn't say I'm. 
I don't know, addicted. Admission is admission is It's not the same thing. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a second job. I love how I love how he's now turning it into his veganism. It's just a, it's a lifestyle. Now jumping jumping into defence of Chris here. I think that's very innovative, but I'm pretty proud of you, Chris. Thank you. That's Thank excellent. You very much. Well, that's an excellent idea. So, so what I... about gambling then, Greeny? Is that is that a lifestyle? Uh, well, we're, we're not skipping addictions here. Ch- jumping the <laughs> we're jumping the gun. Sure. Ben, honestly, we need to talk about marijuana. You always, <laughs> you always blow your load so early, Ben. Marijuana. So the um, the examples to prove that you're addicted uh, will actually point out another one of our friends. Um, irritation, frustration, and misery. <laughs> to be fair, though, some people are, even if they're not um, addicted to the game, they will show that. So I'm not sure if that's good enough for an uh, addiction. Well, some I would, yeah, I don't. Start, sorry, Chris. Are you going really to gonna argue with addictionhelper.com? I don't think you are. I am. I'm arguing right now, and I'm getting angry. Does that mean I'm Whoa. addicted to the help? Well, I mean, the consequences are mood changes. Well, you're getting a bit mood changes, these. <laughs> mood changes, these. Uh, poor academic performance. Well, that's not true. I got a degree. Unlike people in Sainsbury's. Oh, scathing. <laughs> scathing. Wow. Attacking the key workers. <laughs> I'm going to keep working a bit. He'll be having to go out the AHS in a minute. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. <laughs> Poor work performance. Financial problems. is back again. All addictions bring uh, financial problems. Apart from gambling. Because well, it costs money, that isn't that it? Doesn't. Gambling um, doesn't. No. <laughs> gambling, gambling, gambling is the one I'm on addiction without financial problems. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we can all agree Ben's got a video game addiction. <laughs> well, according to you, I'm two for two at the minute. Jesus, I think you are. I think you are two for two. It's not looking you're good. A fat, you're a fat, obese gamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Next one. Uh, internet addiction. I'm never. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I don't heard know that if that's an addiction. Chris, you can't argue with addiction help doctor. I've told you already. <laughs> Does that not come under? Would that not be? More, I'll um, read. I'll read exactly what it says. The internet phone, has phone, become. Man. The internet has penetrated many cultures. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. And the over reliance on oh, the world wide web has become something of a disorder. Research puts the number of internet addicts in the USA and Europe at eight point two percent of the entire population. A person is said to have been addicted to the internet. Activities such as social media, texting, online gaming, search engines, online shopping, when they are isolating themselves from friends and family in favour of the internet. I mean, surely the internet should be used to contact friends and family. But, sh- but well, all I can hear is you saying that it's basically a gateway into other addictions, not an addiction yeah. itself. I was going to say, and plus, who's mm. ever been addicted to a search engine? Yeah, like, oh, I've got to ask this. What did you say? This? It sounds Do you like- not. What these people have wrote. I've got Google running. Purpose. I've got Yahoo running. No. I've got Steve's running. Do you not have it like when you were feeling a bit naughty? Like you go on the Google and click on feed. If I was a bit naughty, I'd go on porn. <laughs> yeah, but you could type porn and then click on feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
That's, that sounds like a date. That <laughs> sounds like you've introduced the internet with gambling. <laughs> no, I think, I think, Two addictions I think the, for one. The fact what I'm trying to say is that you're... you're I think it's maybe not a phone addiction, because I think that's a whole new addiction. But I don't. I think that's like what you're saying. I think internet is a gateway into so many other addictions because you've got online gambling, online shopping, online games, social, yeah. socially, just social media. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, th- I I agree with Chris on this one. I think that I wouldn't class the internet itself as an addiction. I would say it is a gateway to other addictions. It's like the right. supermarket for fast food. Well, I'll, I'll ping him an email afterwards and tell him it's not a real addiction. But <laughs> send, send, gonna... send me the email address. I'll write a letter. Yeah, fucking hell, Mr. Karen over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Our resident said, Karen. And, and uh, I think we should clarify this by the fact of uh, he emailed the GTA servers, I think, what was it, three times to complain that he didn't get the money that they stole from him. I'll tell you this now, and I'll tell you again. <laughs> It's a lifestyle, and it's my second job, and I deserve what I should get. The, 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 the thing is that they actually emailed you back and gave you money. Exactly, because I was right, and they were wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love how you're trying to argue how you're not addicted to GTA by saying it's a lifestyle and going, yeah, they didn't give me my fake money. Did you recover? I think that is... Um... Did you manage to recover? I'm all right, yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, uh, <laughs> when, I, uh, when I left you on the... Um, on the... What's what this day? What day? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just cool. Greedy, can you vacate the kitchen, please? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You... What is going on? <laughs> Are you on a construction site, Greeny? <laughs> is someone dying in the background? Well, not anymore. I saved him, didn't I? Well. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Anyway, back to the past. <laughs> no, but I, I love how, though, Chris, I love how that you're trying to say that you've got GTA as a lifestyle, yet you are emailing GTA, like Rockstar, going, you didn't give me my fake money. Well, that's that's just because it was a complaint. I mean, I haven't played GTA in, what, maybe a week? Two weeks? You see, that's no, the sign of an addict. Can't, like, having to give yourself a break to prove that you're not addicted. I actually, it's because Sophie keeps telling me, you haven't been on GTA in a while. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really bothered. And she's like, it's been a long time, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> she's, what do they call addicts that have the people next to them? Their sponsor. She's my enabler. She seems to be your enabler. She's, like, trying to push you back to it. She's like... Maybe you should play some GTA. That's like that's like somebody who's gone clean of drugs and somebody just walking up to you and going, you should have some more. You, you should have drugs again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Still not addicted. <laughs> no, I think we were. We we did. We were at one point. Play, we were on yeah, every ev- we were every single day for the whole of lockdown until two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we got fixed, man. We got our fix and now we're clean. Yeah, we're clean now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we, did literally, we literally played it to the point where we actually got bored of it. Yeah, because I've got like too much money now. Yeah, exactly. see, that's how you get past addiction. You just get bored of it. Get yeah. bored of it. That's what. That, got, like, that, uh, I think. Hang on a minute. We need a disclaimer in there. That's not our advice. And if you do have an addiction, you seek professional help. <laughs> I was going to say. But could you, you imagine? Want... Could you? Could you imagine a crack addict going? I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but but if you do want to uh, join us on GTA one time. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll post our... Uh, <laughs> Crystal posts PSN, though. <laughs> For all you 16-year-olds out there. Dan Daniel. Okay, the next edition, and this is my favourite, um, Sex Addiction. Oh. <laughs> it's getting Ooh. naughty now. Is this coming under the same as porn? No. Sex Deceptual? Uh, this is coming under... Yeah, no, I'll definitely uh, say sex, sex, ed- sex ed- Oh, go on. The sex edition addiction? It's like a board crisis. game. I'm having a Chris crisis over here. What was that word you couldn't say the other day? No, I can't remember. Chris? No. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, you did forget your name. Oh, um, I know what it was. Um, you know? Oh, God. Um, Excude or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was Excursion, because I kept excursion. 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 <laughs> yeah. Exertion. Excursion, excursion, yeah. So, uh, sex addiction is a disorder whereby a person cannot control their sexual behaviour, uncontrollable sexual thoughts and actions affect their ability to maintain relationships, hold down jobs. I hope they're not dating someone called Jobs. Jesus. <laughs> and undertake important responsibilities. Sexual dis- dependency, compulsive <laughs> sexual behaviour and hypersexuality are other terms used for sex addiction. There we go. Pussy! <laughs> um, That's also a sign of a sex addict, Chris. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm making it now that you've got all the addictions, not me. Well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll drop a note in a minute what, uh, what I think. Well, research has found that both genders and age play a role in... A shopping addiction. What? Oh, I've, I've, I've gone on to the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, re- I didn't realise that had changed over. And I read under it. So, uh, with young women, young women in their teens and 20s suffering from the issue most. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well. <laughs> if you're out there. Um, Jesus nah. Christ. Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I don't suffer from it, so um, no, I don't think no, 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 definitely not. No, 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 no. Chris definitely suffers from it. No, no, never. What does Sophie say? I think Sophie suffers it more than you, actually. I think so too. She's looking a very um, wet, discouraging. Discouraging, maybe. Discouraging. Well, no, what I would have said was, before you said uh, that I was addicted to sex, Ben, chefs are usually addicted to three things, or one of each at least, which is sex, drugs, and alcohol. Rock and roll. Uh, Not rock and roll, but rock and roll I'm addicted to. I was going to say, are you addicted to all three then? Are Are you one of those chefs? I'm on a on the. If I was American, I'd be the fifth. <laughs> ben, do you admit anything here? I mean, you've got a child, so at least you know well, you're, you're not a virgin. It, I was going to say I, I, I've I've done the act. Uh, like a virgin. Yeah, no, I, no, I wouldn't say I'm an addict of any way. I mean. The thing is, though, there's there's a point where like some people will obviously have higher sex drives than others, so it's like. 
Yeah, that's not a prediction, isn't it? That's no, just... exactly. That's just yeah. So I think you've got a, there's a, there's a fine line between saying that you've got like a high sex drive and saying that you're an addict. Yeah, I guess that's with everything, isn't it? Like someone can eat a chocolate bar once every day, and then there's people like you that just can't stop eating chocolate bars. Yeah, they are the obese people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god, this is not going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mind you, that was like remember that episode, like right at the beginning, when I tried to make Chris Camp to everyone. Yeah, very long. <laughs> thank God for that. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. okay. So, with none of us admitting to it, anything from Adam in the corner? Just keeping very quiet. I, um, you know, I'm just you Do know, just hear observing, observing. You what know. are you auditing us? Is that what's happening? Are you no longer the special quiet. guest? It's just an auditor. <laughs> Then why do you think that I am just an auditor when let's do let's talk about your childhood? <laughs> now. Oh good. Alright. <laughs> Here we go. Dead. Yeah, now yeah. we turn into a therapy session. <laughs> well, I thought this was a uh are we not doing this is group group therapy. Interrogation? Group therapy. <laughs> What's it it's group therapy, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. Shopping addiction. Separate. Anyone got that? Anyone done any massive Amazon shops while on lockdown? Like every day? I could, uh, I could, well, I could say that my missus has got one, but I think it would be unfair as she's trying to start a business, so a lot of the orders are for her work. But I still seem to get Amazon turning up on my door daily lately. Whose who's business is going to do better, Sophie's or Emma's? Well, I, I, I would have to say Emma's at the moment, only because she's been going on. Whoa, she's Chris, got more fight orders. back, fight back, Chris. Fight back. But am I fighting on? Oh, God. The fact that, that, that Emma's business is doing better than Sophie's, well, I mean, I'm not unsurprising because Sophie's has only started today and it's not a business. <laughs> started started less than 12 hours ago. Yeah. Is she, not is she donating all the proceeds to charity? Yeah, the charity of us. Can't. Oh, classic vegans. Um, <laughs> moving on. Oh, you, what are we doing? Shopping and shopping? I was going to, but I was going to glaze over it because I don't think any of us really have a shopping addiction. Well, I've been notified, and I, I, it's true, but I have a, an addiction to buying beer. That's true. That and, and I that... buy a lot of craft beer. and but, I Which is obviously over. leads to your alcohol addiction. No, yeah. not, no not really, because yeah, alcohol addiction is when it. you get drunk. I don't get drunk. I have one oh, I don't know. Well, well, I think we'll come to it. We'll come to it. Okay, so we'll finish with shopping. Because I think alcohol is going to be a big one. Um, work addiction. No, no, you've got that, you lazy bastards. Um, <laughs> Money addiction. Oh, and, and timely, I can't afford to have it. Timely enough, uh, it's the alcohol addiction. Oh, that came around quite quick. <laughs> Better crack a beer open, Chris. Um, yeah, so alcohol addiction accounts for most cases of substance dependency. There we go, Chris. People mostly abuse alcohol and become addicted to it because they see it as a means to escape their worries. What are you worried about, Chris? Um, <laughs> addiction to alcohol is mostly reinforced by withdrawal. When you refrain from consumption after being dependent on it, you'll experience harsh physical, psychological health symptoms that will compel you to drink excessively again. There we go. Chris. Yes. 
How would you yes, like Dr. to deal Phil. With, your, with your alcohol addiction? How what? How would you like us to deal with your alcohol addiction? Well, I'm not addicted to the drinking of alcohol. Sounds like you're being irritable. That, that's one of the <laughs> symptoms of it. <laughs> I would say I drink... Let's strike one, Chris. Maybe Chris, we're, we're all your friends here. I know. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand how adventure works. <laughs> Don't fight. I, I drink maximum, if anything, two cans. Every, every day. No, not every, every day. day. On the pod, I really? it's quite interesting because every day there's a new beer review on your Instagram page. <laughs> well, that's that's all called. That's that's because I hold the beers back. See, smart. You want them drink them every day. Well, that, that's what he says, though. Can yeah. we really believe him? When I've was got, the I've last got... day you didn't have an alcoholic drink? Last day I had it. Was it this year? Yes. <laughs> Would have been last week, probably. It's over a week ago. That's interesting. It's not over a week. I said last week. Uh, since, well, it's Can you not part, have time? Part, well, part of last week was over a week ago. <laughs> yeah, but it true. wasn't then. Okay, mid mid last week, you can. <laughs> well, we're, we're sort of middle I've of the been, week right, now, then, so I'll last say... Time you, had, week ago. you had a non-alcoholic day. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, right. Don't yeah, believe right. Uh, <laughs> don't believe you. Um, I didn't no, have a I... drink yesterday because I had to go out and buy some beers today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm more of a, I'm more addicted, I'd say, if anything, not really, but to buying beer because I want to try the new ones and always try the new things. So um, I, I've got more of an addiction of missing out because they keep releasing new beers, but they're only for a certain amount of time and they're limited edition kind of flavors that they won't make again. So you kind of got to buy it now. So then, oh, so so what I'm hearing here, Chris, is that you like the gimmicks of the craft beer industry. No, it's um, not even just that. You, <laughs> you're tying in completely wrong. Sometimes it's just a different hop they use in a recipe. Like um, this brewery called Siren, they did the same beer but used different hops every time, and they so they only release it so many times, for so long. So you could try how the hops change the beer. That that sounds like a an, an addict addict uh, trying to justify it. Just yeah, it does, doesn't it? There, does. There's a lot of justification going on here. Yeah. There's like, okay, get back to your dairy milk bar, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about a resident alcoholic, Adam? <laughs> He's not a resident alcoholic, is he? Uh, oh yeah, I guess. Wait, can we get it right? Today's yeah, guest yeah. Alcoholic. When was the last day you didn't have a drink? Is that like can that can be can that be like a recurrent like theme on the show like the recurrent <laughs> alcoholic the, the guest alcoholic I like that and then just uh, yeah and then just introduce a new guest alcoholic the guest alcoholic this week <laughs> show. he's fucking pissed what's our call? I love well, how he's already deflecting yeah, he's already yeah. deflecting he's yeah. already pissed that's why <laughs> ah I'm only on my only on my first glass of red wine. I might have had two beers before this, but, you know. And when was the last day that you didn't have an alcoholic beverage? Was it this year? Uh, yeah, oh, it sounds a bit, bit too like similar to me. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like he's a, a good, it's, a good it's answer. I had, to go <laughs> I had to go out and get some beers. That was that was Ben's exact same. When was the, to, uh, yeah. when, Not you know. like I went out, but I had to go out. Had to go it's out and get. Well, look, I, I will so. quite happily admit there was probably a, a point in time 
where I was, I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic, but I wasn't far off of being one. I would definitely admit that. I would say, yeah, there was a point where I was drinking quite regularly. I think the only thing I didn't do was get to the point where I woke up in the morning and had to drink. I I always, like, I never, I never got to that point. Would you say it was like if you was going out after work like two, three times a night, going out the weekend as well, drinking every night? Yeah, similar to that. Yeah, I'd definitely say similar to that. Yeah, I mean, there's a point. There's a point where you sort of sit there and you go, like, if somebody had turned around to me when I was drinking that sort of amount and, and somebody said to me, like, oh, how much do you drink? I would say, well, I'll probably drink socially. And then, like, if, but if I had to sit there and count, actually, how much alcohol I would consume on a weekly basis. When, when was this? When you was at uni? Yeah, when I was at uni and probably, um, like, for a year or so afterwards as well. I was just saying, really? I don't really, really remember you coming out. Yeah, I do. I well, no, for the for, what for the first year after after uni. No, I was saying at uni. I don't think you can count uni at all. Well, no, yeah, no, but I mean, like, there was a time, like, even like not necessarily going out, but I used to just drink a lot at home. Like, I mean, you, That's a couple of you guys. Well, <laughs> yeah, to no party. But well, I know you guys know about this, but like, I used to play uh, online on the PlayStation on uh, quite quite regularly, and I, on a Sunday. I used to just get absolutely hammered every Sunday, like without fail, because I would have like a bottle of red wine with like a Sunday roast and then a couple of beers after that. And then because there was another bottle of red wine that had been opened and not finished, I'll just finish that off for the sake of it. And, yeah, like I, there was a point where when I look back on it at the time, I didn't realize that it was probably a bad thing. But at like looking back on it now, I can sit there and go, yeah, that wasn't healthy. That was yeah, yeah. like. Like I could look at that and go, mm. do you know what? If I had carried on that way, I could have very easily slipped into becoming an alcoholic. I don't think I was at that point, but I think I was not far off. Do you think? Do you think maybe that's part of like the addiction kind of thing? Is that kind of slipping into a um, like a routine? Oh, definitely, it, definitely. Because kind of like like I say, on the on the on a Sunday afternoon, I used to have a, a, a Sunday roast with my family, where yeah. we would have a, mm. a bottle of red wine or whatever to share between everybody. And then because there's there was like five or maybe seven of us uh, having dinner, um, like there would be a couple of bottles open. And like I could, mm. I've always been a bit of a, more of a heavier drinker in terms of that I can put away a lot more without it affecting me. Yeah. So Explain I would. PC. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But um, <laughs> real fat. I'm a real fat bastard. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So I would end up doing like a whole bottle to myself. Uh, and then because everyone else had been drinking, everyone else probably have a bottle between them and then they would open up a second bottle between them and then they wouldn't finish that bottle. So after we'd finished dinner, I would sort of like that bottle would be sitting there and sometimes even my dad would be like, oh, Ben, do you want to have some, some more red wine on anything? And I'd be like, yeah, go on then. But then I wouldn't just have another glass. I would finish off the whole bottle. Yeah. And, so... and then I would go to go play PlayStation with you guys or something and I would have a couple of beers. And it was so... like... When when you so when you used to have dinner, you used to have the one bottle with your dinner, and everyone used to have a, like a glass or whatever, and then everyone wanted a little bit more, but didn't want a whole bottle, so they'd maybe have a little bit more. And then uh, did anyone ever utter the lines, "Oh yeah, the raging alcoholic will finish this"? <laughs> no, it, the thing is, when I say like I would have a whole bottle to myself for dinner, it wasn't like I had a bottle to myself and that was my bottle, and no one else could drink from it. It, it was more of a case of that, like. I would I would pop into the kitchen while my dad was cooking dinner. 
he would have a, had a bottle open ready because he would normally have a glass while he cooks dinner. So I would have a glass of that. And then when it comes to be, uh, at, being at dinner, I'd have another two glasses. And then it was like, whereas everyone else may have only had one glass with their dinner. And then because there was maybe somebody... Fucking hell, it's been story time. <laughs> well, no, but like, I'm just saying how it happened. Yes. It, it, it wasn't a point where I would be sitting there and be like, that's my booze. It was just a point of like, it was gradual. It's like what Greeny's saying. You just get into the routine of it. And before you realise it, like you're like a month in and you've done the same thing every week. And like well, you just get the routine of drinking that much booze. Well, it's funny you say that, Ben, because we've got Steve here today. And he's going <laughs> to clarify this. Steve, Ben's dad, is, is here to clarify that he, Ben did have his, have his own designated bottle of wine with dinner. Or, or yes, yes, he had a bottle of wine with his dinner. Why is what? he Scottish? Where, where's my dad from? <laughs> yeah. My dad's from Enfield. No <laughs> one knows that if Ben's dad's Scottish or not. <laughs> Just roll with it. I'll edit, I'll edit your reactions out. Yeah. So thank you for that, Steve. He's got we'll a drink. See, we'll see you next week. <laughs> next week. Wow. The Ben's update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Ben's update. The new yeah. thing the show. All, all I'm trying to say is, is that like, I think when it comes to booze... It, it can be a very slippery slope. Like, you don't realise how much you're drinking sometimes. That's all I'm going to say on it. The hard like most addictions, I would say. Well, yeah, but there's some things that you, you like... I'm sorry, but if you go out and, like, you buy crack, you know that you're... Like, that's an addictive thing. Like, it's just a known thing that, like, you can't just, yeah, just but, go, oh, do you know what? I'll do a little bit of crack. But people <laughs> like, do say, not that way, but, like, betting. You bet, like, one pound... Then one pound here, one pound here, and then you're like, oh, I'm only doing like little bets. They so chase the loss. Little bets. How much you bet one pound? But then you realise they do like five hundred one pound bets. And you're like, that's a lot of money. Well, let, let's let's move into that then. So gambling addiction, um, Adam. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> this is this, my. This, uh, is, my this is where this is where the special guest really comes into his own. <laughs> this is it. Do you know what coronavirus has actually <laughs> smashed it for me? I, I, I'm a. I'm a Born again I'm, I think gambler. I'm positive on my like one well, positive on my Betfair account. So what that means is I've taken more money from Betfair than I put into it. So I think I'm about two hundred pounds or so from that. Um, and I haven't really bet on many other betting platforms, so I'm actually up on that. But I had about a hundred, hundred and fifty pounds maybe in the account. And uh, yeah, as soon as lockdown happens, like loads of betting companies were actually saying like um, we. Like some of them couldn't guarantee that the funds would still be there, like in the in case of Damn. insolvency of a betting company. So like they were basically really just taking the cash that was in there. So I emptied every yeah, single yeah. like penny that was in any account that I had, and because uh, there's been no sport, I haven't put anything in there. So it's been two, three months Damn. clean. It's better than me. You know? Wow. Um, Chris has been betting on Arabian dog races. I was I was going on virtual virtual football, mate. I was I Jesus. Was, I was winning virtual right. football. I won. Like I mean, if there's oh ever a con, God. it's a virtual game. The betting provider is uh, doing. <laughs> I was going to say, right? Who do you think is going to win on this virtual game that we set up? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I won fifty quid. So, sat your face, oh. really. So, how much did you lose? All right, none. I I was up at the end of it, fifty quid, and I stopped. Okay, Chris. Now, what what betting site was it, and how do I get it? It was. I was on. I was on William Hill, and I didn't do it for ages, but I did it for a bit. And then when I got up to like, I was doing like big. I went up from one pound to like 
say you do a small bet to like two pound, then you keep going up until you you can build it up. And I think I got to like sixteen quid, and I did a bet, and it lost quite a lot of the money. But then I got back up to like fifty quid, and I was like, no, I'm done now because I tell you what, virtual work is fucked fucks you over sometimes. You're like, well, they won like five times in a row, and this time they didn't win. Can't. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the, what. I was just going to say, that's the problem with gambling in, in general. You're always going to chase the loss. So oh, like yeah, even, absolutely. Like even there, where you said like you was up yeah. a little bit and then you lost the majority of like that £16. You're yeah, this to chase it. Yeah, but man, I managed to chase it and then I stopped. But I, as you said, like, I wouldn't have, I didn't, I wasn't entering any more money in it because I already put in what I had already in the account from previous bets. So, it wasn't that bad, but with normal football, I probably would have maybe deposited another 10 quid or something like that. But with virtual yeah. football, I was like, well, I'm not going to put any more money in because that's just fucking stupid. Like, I've already bet tonight 10 quid on Arsenal to win, and that was 8 to 1. So, 10 quid? 8 mate, to 1, mate. I'd have given you so. 10, 20 to 1. Done. Oh, oh, I'm done. No, I think I think the best the thing with gambling, and like my dad gave me some really good advice when I was like the first time I ever went to a casino, which was how much do you want to pay for a good night? And it was like, well, X amount. He goes, right, well, that's what you're betting. <laughs> no, he didn't. Like, he went, how much do you want to pay for a good night? And he went, turn around, go to the brothel. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> no, it was, it was very much though, that case of like, like whenever I, like, I go to a casino, I've always remembered that. So I always sit there and go, how much am I willing to pay for a good night tonight? Like, and that, that would be how much I put towards Gambling, yeah. yeah but ben, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, but Ben, there is a minimum bet on the tables, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two pound is not. It's not enough. It's not enough. Bit of heavy breathing going on there. <laughs> oh. Well, the thing is, that, like, I mean, I, again, ga- with gambling, like, I, I, I played a lot of poker when I was younger, and it was like. And I started off on the fake money tables, and then once you start doing good on that, you're like, oh, maybe I'll do the real money table. Yeah. You do a little bit good on that, and you go, oh, maybe I'll do the higher stakes one. And then it's like, again, it's, it's one of those things that you gradually slip into. Like, it's, it's most addictions, I guess, like that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've done a bit of online poker. I mean, Greeny, have you done much online poker? Well, I know that you, you mainly the. Do you know, I've. No, I've never done online poker. I just, I just lose to it. <laughs> Um, all the time at regular poker. Um, Susan Stewart, yeah, boy, yeah, I one time, say, considering one you're like a math genius, I mean, you're in like the top two of the Chinese population, aren't you? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, considering... I'm definitely not going to comment on any statement like that, that's just uh, um, that's awful. No, I, um, I, I know how to play technically, but I'm also very impatient, so I'll just be like, oh, fuck it, go on in. And then I lose, and I'm like, oh, well, that's a shame. Let's play <laughs> to ride with Chris. Luckily, we don't do my stake poker. We do five-pound poker, so that's fine. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah, I'm but that, that's, that. that's a good point, Otherwise, though, because I... at what point would you your patience change if it was, say, a 50-pound game or a 100-pound game? My my patience would definitely, definitely, I would say definitely be longer, I would say, for like a 50-pound game. But I have had myself in the casino before where I've been up maybe 80 pounds or so. And I've done what Ben's had. So you go there with the intention to lose money. Like if you lose a hundred pounds or lose 50 pounds or whatever you're willing to lose, that's fine. That's what you set out as. And so I've 
I've had 80 pounds, I'll be like, oh, maybe chance it a bit. And then all of a sudden I'm down uh, 20 pounds. So I'm like, oh, let's try and just get back up. I've come here with the assumption I'm probably going to yeah. lose money. And then you just lose it again. So like, sometimes the stakes aren't, I think it depends on the kind of mindset you go into. Because if you have the mindset of gaining money, I think it's a lot more dangerous than the mindset of losing money. Because like people are generally like quite a bit more averse to like losing mm-hmm. money than they are to gaining, you know. So like, yeah, but I'm I'm definitely averse to like losing money in poker. Five pounds. Yeah, no, it's like a good time because I'm terrible. I'm terrible I, at the game. I think it'd be quite yeah, interesting yeah. to do a, a, like a, a five pound game and then do something mm-hmm. like other twenty pound game and just see how the dynamic would change. Also, it's hard like more money off people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know you've you've talked about a twenty pound game for a while now. You just, just really, really wanna, want some money. Off you, you really guys. want to get that cash from us. Uh, unfortunately, Ben's unavailable. Um, <laughs> the only the only other person that might be <laughs> at the odds of uh, beating you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. Um, okay, well, we'll slide on to the last addiction because we're uh, we're pushed for time now, um, and that is drugs. Now, I'm partial to a paracetamol and an ibuprofen <laughs> from time to time. Cool. Um, I actually, when I was when I was school age, um, now because we're all being open, open and honest about our drugs addiction here, guys. Absolutely. Uh, I used to take mm-hmm. um, a, a, an ibuprofen every day before I went to school in case I got a headache. That's super- you know what. No, I know, I know, I know plenty of people that have done similar things. Like, That's I know, so stupid. I, it is, it is a, it is the wrong way to do it. And the thing is, is I know people that have done the same thing, not necessarily with ibuprofen, but like paracetamol as well. And yeah, like they'll go, like I know people that will even go on nights out and will take a paracetamol just because they expect to get like a hangover. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't even last happen? that long. I know, I know, I know, but they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll take a paracetamol now and then I'll take one when I get home. Just in case I get a hangover. And it's like, I'll take that first paracetamol to start the motion and then I'll have another one later and then I'll top it up. I know. <laughs> it, it is, it, there is a point where I, I, I've almost sit there and go, like, that's, like, it is borderline addiction. But with something like that, do you reckon they'll be like, do you reckon they would have the similar feelings the next day if you gave them, like, a placebo, like a sugar pill, like, instead yeah, of a paracetamol? Do you think yeah. it's like oh, one yeah, of the yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Like that? Yeah, it's all it's all uh, psychological because I mean it was I think it was for me it was because because I was, went to school like you don't carry paracetamol on you so I was like oh well at least if I take a tablet before I go I know I won't get a headache. That makes sense. Yeah, like like the 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 logic behind it makes sense in terms of like looking at it from that point of view, but or that point of view. Hey! Um, hey. Oh, but the uh, but in reality, it, it doesn't work that way because it's no. like it, to take things on the on the chance of a maybe is just not right. Like you're you're causing chemical imbalances in your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I've been open and honest. Ben, let's talk about your cocaine addiction. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I can start off by being open and honest, saying I've never had cocaine. Interesting. Uh, so that makes that makes half of us. Uh, neither of I. You fucking <laughs> no. I, the, literally, the only drug I've ever touched <laughs> is weed, and um, it's it's. I will never, I will never touch any other drug other than that because, to be honest with you, they all scare me. Like, I mean, 
when I look at it, I mean, the one drug that I would say scares me most is LSD. Oh, okay. that's the one that most excites me. Oh, no. Yeah, I actually watched this. Um, there's this Netflix oh, yes. special the, the on LSD. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, actually it really good, right, Chris? It's like they have like loads of celebrities from America, and they all just explain about their first time having LSD and like yeah, magic yeah, yeah. mushrooms what, and stuff, what's LSD? and how it like works Acid. for them. Acid, basically, yeah. So Acid, it's a hallucinogenic. Yeah. So like that's that's the bit that scares me. So like I would like. I, I know how fucked up my brain can be. Like I've had fucked up dreams before and it's like I don't want some of those fucked up dreams becoming real for me. I know you so want to fuck Stuart, Ben, but don't bring that into this. <laughs> Come on, big boy. <laughs> I told you once, Stuart, I would ruin you. I would ruin you. That's just but, your um, dreams. <laughs> yeah. But no, honestly, like it the the whole idea of like a hallucinogenic in any way just scares the shit out of me. Like it scares me more than in like I know that heroin and crack are like obviously worse drugs, but the the hallucinogenics mm. scare me more than they do, just simply because of the fact that like I I know how fucked up my brain can be, and that that in itself scares me. Well, I think personally, from my perspective, I wouldn't mind doing something like that. But it's one of those things. So I think there's like a few. In the documentary, at least, they like kind of laid out a few rules yeah. that people should have. Like, do it with people that you're comfortable with, um, people that have done it before as well, because they kind of know what's happening with it. It's one of those things. If you're going to have a bad trip, or you, you think you, you are, um, you or you think, you, yeah, if you think you're going to have a bad trip, you will have a bad trip. So it's like a case of kind of staying positive yeah. about the whole thing. But they're actually like using things like LSD and magic mushrooms. They're like researching it to like treat like mental health issues. And mental health disorders, like well, quite a few things from ranging from depression, anxiety to like more serious. Well, I say more serious, like uh, other mental health issues mm. and stuff as well. So it's quite. I don't know. I, I think. I think. I think so, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the, the, the the thing is, though, is that the the bit that gets me on that is the fit, bit where you said, "If you think you're going to have a bad trip, you'll probably are," and that's the thing. I I yeah. I'm so scared of having a bad trip that I would that would be all I think about. And it's like I. It doesn't matter how positive I try to be, that will be in the back of my head. So, for me, straight off the bat, that says to me that that's like I should never ever try just because I know that that's going to be in the back of my head. Yeah, Each their own. Well, I mean, that's better what, counsel, better counsel older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only ben, one. I've, ben I've bought got me to brown try. beer. Uh, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I bought an LSD. <laughs> like for like, yes. Um, okay, uh, Chris. What else? What else you taking? I, I remember when we were on holiday, there was a large pile of talcum powder. Yeah, uh, that was just that was just talcum powder. I had a nappy rash. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, not good, uh, What about if you'd have maybe? If what have you thought about taking, or what would you you'd be open to? I'd be open to trying LSD. I would never touch anything like heroin or anything that's like. Ice, which is um, meth. meth. I would never do anything like that because they mm. are. That's just fucking ridiculously addictive and stupid. Because that's like needles and all that shit. And I don't very, want to touch them. very Moorish. <laughs> yeah, in the way of a in in the way that of the, the slogan. Drink, it's Moorish. <laughs> um, but the more lower drugs, like for me, weed, I don't like. I've done it numerous times and it, I just don't react very well to it so 
I generally stop myself doing it because as Ben does, he says he freaks himself out thinking about LSD. Weed makes me more paranoid. So I don't like it. Yeah, no, I think there is, yeah, like when it comes to weed, like there are those that it's one of those things where like if you are already maybe a little bit paranoid, not, not, not saying that you are a paranoid person, Chris, but like if you've got that part of your personality in your, like within you. Psyche, yeah. And, yeah, like it, it, it will bring that out. Whereas I think if you, like, I, I've, I, I don't think I've ever really been a paranoid person in any way. So like for me, I've never had, I've never experienced the the paranoia that comes with smoking weed. Yeah, I've never had that. I've never had that experience. No, I have. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, other than the very high class shit, um, don't do weed. I mean, I've done cocaine. Yeah, it's. I find it a cool pastime. Like it's a special occasion thing. Nothing too regular. Um, but I don't see anything by it, wrong by it, and sometimes other things. But no. well, like what? yeah, no, I think like what? Um, I've had cat. Oh, that's yeah, all right. Horse, that's a bit horse, fucking. You got to be in the right place for that. Because what does that do? That's a horse tranquilizer. The may go sleep. No, it's like a. I don't know. You become <laughs> like socially aware of everything, and you get a bit more fidgety and stuff like that. I guess. And you become like we were watching an anime film with it, and then you you felt like you were inside the film. It was quite cool, cool. But you have to be in the right setting. If you're in a group of people, it, as like for me with weed, it will like freak you the fuck out. Uh, it's different things, different things. The thing is, is they all they all react differently with different people, and it's very similar to like booze in terms of like I like I always have to try and like whenever I talk to people about drugs, like I like to remind people that you've got to realize that if booze was made illegal it would be classed as a class a drug like yeah. it's got all yeah, it, like, al- alcohol has got all the symptoms like if you are addicted to alcohol you'll have all the symptoms of, of somebody that is a, uh, of somebody that's addicted to a class a drug exactly i so it's agree like, with that statement yeah so it's like i think that that as much as yeah you shouldn't necessarily do certain drugs i think that there are drugs out there that are I wouldn't say safe to do, but it's that you can do them safely. Yeah. In the same way that alcohol is not a safe thing to consume. Like you can kill yourself by consuming alcohol. So it's like, but if you do it safely and you, you're you responsible with it, it's fine. And I think that it's just that a lot of people mm. don't realize that with certain drugs. Mm. And I think as well, if you ever do, if, you, if anyone's ever going to ever do any type of drug, do your research on it as well. Like I think it's it's important to not just, take something that somebody's handed to you at a random event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be safe. Yeah. Hmm. Drug experts. What about you then, uh, Greeny? As our our guest? A resident drug addict. (laughs) This resident drug addict. Well, much... (laughs) The guest, guest, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What am I, the resident drug addict? I thought it was the resident alcoholic. (laughs) Or the resident gambling. Well, you are now the guest... You're, I do all three. Trifecta, mate. You're the trifecta. Yeah, thank you. So I feel very for the yeah the holy trinity of um <laughs> of of, of addiction of addiction. Yeah, <laughs> Felicia. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no. I, so similar to Chris, so I've smoked weed. Um, that's been fine. I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. Similar to Chris, I do get a little bit paranoid. 
it's kind of ironic, really, because it's one of the things in the UK and United States is always illegal. So then for the kind of paranoia of that kind of seeps up. And it's the fact that it's illegal makes me more paranoid. It was quite a strange, like, kind of vicious cycle in that sense. So I'm not really yeah. a big fan anyway. Um, it doesn't really do any... Okay, I did that once. Didn't like it. I threw up, like, within five minutes. Really bad. I just I ended up just uh, getting an Uber home. And I thank God if I did, because I did fall asleep in the Uber. <laughs> so the tranquilizer effect worked for me, at least. <laughs> Um. <laughs> that reminds me of somebody I knew who uh, who done cocaine for the first time, and uh, no, no, they didn't fall asleep. <laughs> what they did though was they were like it didn't have the effects I wanted because they were out, they were going out, and they thought it was going to get really buzzed up, ready to go out, and they went all I wanted to do do was go home and clean. So they <laughs> home, and they were like, it's the most productive I've ever been. He goes, if I ever need to really clean my house, yeah. I know what to do. <laughs> Do you reckon there's like a million cleaners employed in the UK and they're all just cooked up out of their minds? Your cocaine like, things. They're all just going there, buzz off their tits. Like, no, yes. I don't think, I don't think all go. of them are. I think the Colombian ones are. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right, but anyway, moving on. Moving swiftly on. So, yeah, so uh, I've done cocaine. For me, it's, just, it's quite a weird one because it's like, it's just five minutes or five, ten minutes or so, and that's it. And then you have, that's why you keep like rebumping if you're on a night out and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, like it's, I would, it's like Chris, don't mind it, don't really care if it's there, sure. And someone offers, yeah, sure, <laughs> if it's free, free, even better. If, uh, basically, yeah, if it's free, like you know, if I'm at a Coke party, then you know, great, wickets, you know, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to go to a Coke party. I love, I love how, you know, just, I love uh, how Greeny has just gone on about if it's free, he'll do it, which is just reinforced so much, it's <laughs> <laughs> just reinforced so much about him. <laughs> well yeah then I have more money to spend on the guest <laughs> <laughs> oh god but uh, no I, I've seen like a few like uh, seen my job I've seen a few things when it comes to, like um, uh, addictions and stuff like that especially when it comes to drug addictions there's something that they're trialing out in like quite a lot of places including Spain and some places in the states which is like safe spaces so I want to get you guys opinions on this actually you know, launch myself in as a member, a full member <laughs> yep. of the pod. Um, but it's basically like it's a place where you can take, you bring your own drugs. Uh, they have like fresh needles if oh, you are like injecting something. something. Yeah. yeah, I think they've got... and yeah, and basically you can smoke whatever you want. You can you can take take whatever you want. And they have like nurses and trained healthcare professionals in case yeah. anything happens. So it's like it's basically like a safe safe I haven. Think... Yeah, I think they've it. got uh, a cut. There's a couple of charities, I think, in um, America that do similar things where it's like a van that comes along and it basically is full of yeah. just like clean needles. And then they've got like uh, a bin that is used to like properly dispose of old ones. And it's one of those things where they yeah. sort of sit there and they, they're, they're <clears> sort of like view on it is that you're not going to get rid of it. So at least let's make it as safe as possible. Is, yeah. it, like, is it like bring your yeah. own or is there some there? UYOB. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. there's like a Tesco set up outside that sells it. It's, uh, you know, it's like a, a, speci- a specialized It's a BYOD Tesco's. instead of B. Ah, clever. BYOD. Would it be BYOH for heroin or they, they just do all the drugs? Like a supermarket. I mean, you say that, but what you've just described for the legal version is a pub. Yeah. 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 And- in essence, the thing is, I don't, I don't disagree yeah. with that. Like, I honestly think that, like, I've got, and don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't think it would necessarily work for all drugs. 
But I think that a lot of drugs could be made legal and then you would see a decrease in drug use and drug deaths just because they'd be made yeah. safer and there'd be more regulation put in place. And then it's just like, I there's a there's a, a series of books um, by an author called Terry Pratchett and there's a, a, a character in there who's like a, a mayor of a city, basically. And he's got the view of, if you're going to have crime, well, you might as well have it organised. So it's like nothing, nothing necessarily is illegal, but it's like, and I'm not saying you should do it for all crime, but like that mentality of like, you're not going to get rid of it. Yeah. So it might well be organised and... Oh, like, safe, like, put, safe. Taxed. <laughs> but I, I absolutely hate unorganised crime. There's nothing worse. Yeah. Oh, so shoddy, exactly. shoddy Mafia work or get shit. the fuck out. Yeah. Do it, thing. bro. Oh, exactly. No, but it is. It's just that bit of like, like when it comes to drugs, I think that if you, if you put organisations in place and have regulation and taxes and stuff like that, like, yeah, you're always going to get the guy that sells like cigarettes out the back of a van. Like, you're always going to get that guy who does the same thing with drugs if you do make it legal. There's always going to be a black market for it. But at least then, like, the majority of people that use it will have a safer way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they did in... They did the similar thing in uh, Portugal. I think that's actually been decriminalized. Like, quite a lot of the hard drugs, like heroin and stuff, just because of that. And they found that less people died because of it. Because as well, it's like... You know, go to the hospital or go and call the police if something's gone wrong. And now they actually do because they're not going to get like dicked over because yeah. they have. I don't know, but also it's the fact that it's a big hype the fact that they're illegal, so people are more likely to do them. So if you yeah. make it like in Amsterdam, after a while, oh, Amsterdam, weed's like not legal, is legal. And then after a while, you're like, eh, it's, it's only weed, nothing spectacular. Yeah, you get you lose the fizzazz mm. about it when it's like it's legal. <laughs> you lose the fat. You lose the fanfare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because like I like was in, I was been told that in um, Cyprus, alcohol most people have it when they're like fifteen. So when they get to eighteen, there's no big uproar. Where over here we have it usually illegally when sixteen. So when it's eighteen, it's a little bit of an uproar, but not too much. But in America, yeah. when it's like 18 and you still can't drink when it gets to 20 you have more people drinking underage because you have to wait till you're fucking 21 yeah, yeah no i do agree with what you're saying though because i mean like my dad started trying to make me drink beer from the age of about 15 not like forcing it down my neck it wasn't he wasn't forcing it down my neck but it was a case of look try this and it's like and i remember sitting there one day going like why do you yeah. keep offering me your beers every time you have one he's like well because one day you're going to drink a lot of it and it's better for you to learn how to drink it with me than it is to go out and get absolutely wrecked and put yourself in danger yeah but i didn't I didn't drink at home, and then I didn't go out and get absolutely wrecked and put myself in danger. Well, no, I'm not saying it's for everybody. You, like, so like, he's I mean, saying that you're irresponsible and you would have gone and put yourself in danger. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly, I might, I might have been that person. And to be fair, looking back at him, looking back at it, I don't think he was necessarily wrong. Oh yeah, you were the proper <laughs> rogue in, in your early years, weren't you? You were hard. Well, hang on, shoot. Have we still got? Have we still got uh, Stephen on the line? Can we? Uh... <laughs> Oh yes, he was a rogue. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> sorry about that. Steve, 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 Steve. Um, yeah, wonderful. Well, 
I think we've uh, we've covered up all all addictions today. Might be a two part. Might be a two part. Actually, I haven't even done Smashed fucking it. cigarettes. Another two part. Jesus. Well, oh no, yeah. What about eighty minutes? Now, what I'll do though is I'll literally cut it down the middle, um, and then I'll do like another intro, and then just do part two. <laughs> what and have another special guest and Adam's just talking up way through Yeah, do you want me to just do that? I just I'll record a few bits like uh for the posts and then just edit it in or something. So part two, Adam's back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. It's like you never left. There's so many more addictions over you've got cigarettes and all that. Everything, mate. Cigarettes, yeah, that was on there, but I thought I'd leave them off. None of us are dirty smokers, are we? Oh, wait. <laughs> Hello. Ooh. Is that what dirty no. smokers do? Perfectly per- say hello. hello. What do you mean he didn't tell you, Steve? No, nah, to be fair, I, do you know what? Actually, before we recorded this, uh, Emma, Emma uh, did say to me, like, oh, what if they bring up like cigarettes and stuff? I was like, do you know what? Sod it. I was like, if my dad listens to it and finds out, he finds out, I really, I'm not that bothered. So you haven't but, told your father? But no, I've not told. Well, do you know what? Well, no, do you know what? Well, no, because there's no what I've told. I've told my dad that I have smoked. I have told him that, and I, but I I told him at a point when I used to smoke when I would only drink. Um, so like I used to basically mm. I said to him like like oh yeah I've had cigarettes before when like like when I get drunk I tend to smoke, and he weren't too happy about it, but he didn't go kick off about it, but like. Well, yeah. you can't kick off about it. You're an adult. You've got a child. Well, no, yeah. Well, exactly, yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's like I know that it is something that he disapproves of, and I don't. I don't you think you. I don't think you'll be angry. We disappointed. Oh no, he'll be. Yeah, he, he would I'm be not disappointed. He <laughs> would be disappointed. Oh. And the, I mean, the main thing is, is because it, it killed me, granddad. Like in the end, like that's that's what was like. He's a probably like his official cause of death. But uh, cigarettes. Well, smoking. Yeah. His lungs were full of tar. To be fair, like uh, I was imagining, because that makes sense. And I know this is maybe sound a bit grim on the back of that. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry then. But uh, but it's just basically it's like when you said like, oh, you, you died from smoking. I was like, what? An accident <laughs> or something? What happened? Just no, some, no, someone said fire. But then you think yeah. back then his cigarettes weren't that covered in. Well, probably a lot worse than the cigarettes now. Not that the cigarettes. Oh now yeah, the ones better. now they're basically healthy. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're just diet pills, right? I was gonna say, I think it's the other way around. It can be like some of the cigarettes back then were just tobacco, and that's it. The tobacco and obviously the yeah, rolling paper they have. Filters. But now they have like chemicals. That is true, actually. Yeah, it yeah, was. My granddad uh, used to smoke the, um, the the packet cigars. You know the the one like they're not like the big old chunky cigars. They're the ones that you get like ten in a pack, and they're like the little thin cigars that are probably about the same size as a cigarette. They're like cigarellos or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what they were called, but they were. Yeah, he used to smoke like these little like thin cigars. Yeah, I mean, but... I think smoking is all well and good. It just you know depends if you want to see your child grow up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking brutal. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I laughed at that a lot more than <laughs> others and did in the pod. That was, uh... <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, is that it? Is everyone done? 
Yeah, I'd say I've, I've done Still all that happy. subjects. Yeah. Still happy? Chris? Yeah, pretty happy, yeah. Are you going to blow you? Chris, Chris is Chris still off. there. Oh, so, Toby, can you yeah, stop Chris has finished already. the last time? Every time. <laughs> all I hear on this pod is... <laughs> are you guys done talking, are you? Yeah, you just pissed off again, didn't you? I actually went to the piss, yeah. Yeah, I heard it t- trickly in the background. What were you going to so, say? What, what's I was happening? Say, uh, sorry, I was going to say I'm beyond. Yeah, well, thanks guys for like having me on as this. Then we weren't down, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, I did say that, yeah. Oh, no, it's nil nil. It's nil nil. Oh, shit. That's yeah. nil nil. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, maybe, guys, thanks thanks very much for having me thanks. on. Thanks for coming to be on, on the pod. podcast with you all. No, Big. no special, no uh, ten. I guess that's the pod, is it? That's it. No little. That's session. pretty much it. I don't think we've really. Say, got, we've already done eighty-five minutes. You're gonna have fun editing that one, baby. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm gonna cut it down the middle and make it two pods. There's no way I'm making that one pod. You should see, see first, because there's there there could be some bits you take out. There's probably a few, quite a few bits you know, I can imagine yeah. you would take out. There's a few jokes in there that I think like at least nearly eight or something. All right, we'll see what we've got. Yeah, see what, see what you got. Just going to edit like a 10 second clip of just me saying, Yes, I. I've done that on one of the episodes where I, I, I made Chris talk, say he was an average guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a problem. And when insult. Chris said that he wanted a daughter, no, not Chris, when Ben said he wanted a daughter. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't fucking say that. <laughs> Yeah, but we already knew that anyway. Yeah. That was Sorry, not no. what was said. But... That, ben, that's what was said. I have I have uh, ed- evidence on the pod. Yeah. I've heard it, and if it's on a podcast, it's also true. Second that's... sub already? Yeah, I'll just say that. Shocking. Fucking hell. Oh, well. Right, I'll do the outro then. We can wrap this. Well, yeah. Thanks for being on, Greeny. Thanks for coming on, Adam. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, guys. I enjoyed it. Pleasure. Yeah, it's been all right. It's been pretty good. I got piss in the meantime. So that's nice. You got, any, you, got any, you got anything to plug? Um, hey. I did that. Um, maybe. Uh, well, if anyone suffers from an addiction, please contact the relevant charities that are involved in that. I don't know. There must be charities yeah. in the UK, at least. They're involved uh, in addiction. Stop when the fun stops for gambling. You probably know about that one. Um, That's it. Uh, I am a... I might you be got, a what's the other one? Talk to Carl or... Oh, yeah. Oh, Frank. Frank. To Frank. Talk to Frank. Yeah. But... Yeah, David Mitchell was in those yeah. adverts. Uh, what, what else did we do? Um, shopping, Amazon.co.uk. Um... <laughs> Sorry, you just gave them a link to, to further their addiction. <laughs> to do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, food, uh, Weight Watchers. Uh, yeah, I think that's all of them. Pretty good. You're addicted to fun, part of your podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll stop the addiction. I'll <laughs> kill that dead in its footsteps. Yeah. All right. Well... Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Hope you enjoyed your various addictions being exposed by all of us. Um, if you didn't have at least three, then we're disappointed. And you didn't win bingo. You didn't win bingo. You didn't get a line or a full house. Um, 
yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday with the next one. Thank you very much. Oh, Bye. yeah, subscribe, like, comment. Pine View Pod. Pine View Pod, Instagram, socials. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag do it like Stuart. Hashtag. <laughs> get, get trended. Find me. Just tweeting it loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.